on, Manny. Welcome back. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. This is what grown men do on a Friday in a long-term relationship. Is do a podcast. On a Friday night. You can't get more fun than this. I mean, I guess. I mean, we do have fun. I have fun. I don't know about you. Oh, you have fun without me? No, I'm the on the podcast. I have <laughs> I'm fun just with you. messing with you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow. Calm down. Oh, man, I felt I felt yeah, I felt some kind of way there for a moment. <laughs> Anyways, listeners out there, this is Manny. And this is Sean. And together we form the, the Moss, Moss podcast. podcast. Okay, you could have been on me. You you could have done that with me. We don't always have to harmonize. You know what? It's be, y'all want to know what was happening before we started recording this? What? He thought he was going to be Mariah Carey and start singing It's a Rap. And he tried to take that high note that I don't... Okay, I'm not going to say that. Um, but Sean <laughs> definitely can't hit it. I did not try to hit it's the high hit. note. Like, like, Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, welcome back to another episode of the Moss Podcast. We're happy you're here with us. We if are. You're new here. Welcome. And if you're one of our very many followers that continue to listen to us, thank you so much. Thank you for returning and your support. We appreciate. Yeah. We appreciate all our folks out there listening. Happy February birthdays. I don't know. I just felt like saying that. We celebrate in February. Happy fucking birthday. Feliz cumpleaños. Because you know Lizzo said, you're special. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, thanks for coming back. Uh, I think we're going to kick it off with our ongoing um, (laughs) topic, (laughs) subject. Segment. Segment. Uh, Well, no, this is a special segment. It is a special segment. As we continue celebrating Black History Month. Yay! That's right. We are highlighting one or two individuals during Black History Month. Today we are talking about Wait, but you're talking specifically also queer Black history. Yes. Specifically queer Black history. Sorry. I think it's important we acknowledge that. We know there are some states that like to erase history. Yeah. So we're doing our (laughs) part to make sure it gets out there into the world. Yes. So today we are talking about Lorraine Hansberry, um, born in 1930. Passed away in 1965. A long time ago. Hansberry was an activist and playwright best known for her groundbreaking play, A Raisin in the Sun, about a struggling black family on Chicago's South Side. After the play's release, Hansberry became the first black playwright and youngest American to win a New York Critics Circle Award. Big deal. Mm -hmm. A Raisin in the Sun, named after a lion in length, are you saying a raisin? Yes. Okay. What did you think I was saying? I'm not sure. Okay. A raisin in the sun, <laughs> named after a line in Langston Hughes' poem, Harlem, A Dream Deferred, opened at New York City Ethel Barrymore Theater in March 1959, becoming the first play written by an African-American woman to be produced on Broadway. The iconic work was made into a 1961 film Starring Sidney Poitier and Ruby Dee. 
Prior to a raisin in the sun fame, Hansberry, who never publicly acknowledged she was a lesbian, joined lesbian rights groups Daughters of Belitis and contributed letters <laughs> and feminism to about feminism and homophobia to his magazine, The Latter. Hansberry didn't officially come out until nearly a half century after her death, when in 2014, her estate unsealed diaries and other writings in which she reveals her sexuality. Hansberry died in 1965, at just 34 years old, of pancreatic cancer. Think about that time. I know. Why she wasn't out. Yeah, I mean, if she had been, she probably wouldn't be the famous author that we know her for. We probably wouldn't have The Raisin in the Sun. I feel like I have to read so much now. Because from last week... Mm -hmm. Paris is Burning. No, that was a movie. That, that's the documentary. Documentary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the other one was? Um, the essays. Essays. N- Notes of a Native Son. so much to read. I need to look it up. That's what I should do when I'm sitting on the couch. Read these things. But that is your moment of queer black history. Do you have another one to share with us today? No. Just her for today. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so... You've been schooled. Any teachers that would like to use this podcast to integrate into their underground curriculum, at least here in the state of Florida. Underground curriculum. Please feel free to use this because, you know, you can't have books in classrooms now. (laughs) But thank you for sharing that with us. I think I've learned a lot through these and it's only the second time we've done it. I'm like, damn. Good. I have much more planned for you. Awesome. To learn. I did forget to ask, how have you been? I've been good. Um, This week has been pretty good overall. Um, Had a major project that I was working on go fairly well, and it's overall... You got a lot of flowers. I got some flowers. It's, It's cute or whatever. Um, (laughs) mental health wise, I've been pretty good. I did start a little down, but as the week progressed, it got better and better. So I'm feeling great today on this lovely Friday. How are you doing? Um, I think I'm going in the wrong direction. (laughs) (laughs) I can definitely feel my psyche going the wrong way. So definitely, um, Need to address that mm. and potentially find a new therapist. Um, but you know, it, I do have my tools. I've been I've been identifying what has been bringing the brain down. So. I mean, that's good that you're using the tools. The therapist is there just to reinforce those tools and also give us new perspectives. So True. I do hope you find a new good one. Thank you. I appreciate that. So yeah, it's it's there. I think I've handled things way better this time around than previous time. Like I was effectively <laughs> able to communicate to you. I'm like, I'm not in a good mood today. <laughs> you you did, and I appreciate it. <laughs> Where most times I just <laughs> walk around the house all pissed off. <laughs> um, so there's a lot of contributing factors. I was able to identify on my drive to the barber shop today. Good, because you know. I got on the wrong ram. <laughs> I was told to go one way. And I ended up going where I shouldn't have gone. So I had a lot of time to think. 
And then I had anxiety because I was running late. Oh, my Lord. Even though I left 30 minutes early. <laughs> anyway. So, shall we? Let's do it. All right. We're going to jump into the, the issue, issue on the, the table. table. It's hard to match your energy sometimes. Sorry. And I'm the adult. <laughs> what does that mean? Nothing. We're both adults. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're both adults. 100% adults. <laughs> anyway, continue <laughs> on with this issue before we have an issue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, this past Sunday, host Trevor Noah who quit his job apparently because of Beyonce's song, Break My Soul. <laughs> um, those are his words. <laughs> Is that why? That's what he said as a joke, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, we saw the express, ver- express version of the Grammys. Uh, the express version, I can't say express. 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 The express version of the Grammys um, was pretty much... Us signing up for a free trial of Paramount Plus and fast forwarding through it. I mean, we tried to watch them on YouTube, but like that's damn near impossible because. Yeah, that brings up a great point. How much I hate CBS. It's like, <laughs> you can watch this for free. Oh, but wait, if you want to rewatch because you weren't watching or you just want to watch an episode or the, a performance, you got to sign up for Paramount Plus. Annoying as hell. But anyways, um, so we did watch the Express version, um, and we have some thoughts. Yes, on the 65th annual Grammys, we have some thoughts. And the 50th anniversary of hip-hop. And the 50th. There's a lot of, there's there's some things to discuss. (laughs) So let's get to it. I'll let you start, because the first thing is right up your alley. (laughs) Uh, look, the Grammys did this, not me. The <laughs> Grammys put Bad Bunny to open the show. So, not my fault. I got to talk about him. Um, so, Bad Bunny brought the Puerto Rican movement to the Grammys, um, to the astonishment of many uh, across the stadium. <laughs> they thought they had shown up for the Latin Grammys. Um, but Bad Bunny did open up the Grammys with his a clip from his song called El Apagón, uh, which is pretty much like called Lights Out. I've talked about the song before. Uh, it's a very politically charged song with issues the island of Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico focuses in. Um, and then he moved on to his very popular song called Después de la Playa, of which... Um, I think he got the whole stadium pretty much moving, except Mary J. Blige. She just didn't want to dance. It's okay. She didn't know. Look, people made fun of Mary for dancing, so I can understand why she did not want to get up and dance. I mean, if she was wearing the same boot, well, we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> so Bad Bunny did an amazing job, at least in my opinion. Um, did a great job representing um, not only Puerto Rico, but all of the countries of Hispanic heritage. I'm trying to be inclusive. 
Because <laughs> after the last couple episodes, I don't know what word to use anymore. So I'm just going to use Hispanic heritage countries. <laughs> um, uh, he did a great job representing. He put Puerto Rico on the map. Um, and it was a proud moment for me as a Puerto Rican um, person that speaks Spanish. <laughs> um, I second that. I thought he did a great job. I thought it was a very high energy, fun performance. I love the representation. I love the ladies and the dresses. I love the big head characters. I don't know what they're called in Puerto Rico. Yes. Um, so those are actually traditional. They're part of Las Fiestas de la Calle San Sebastián in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. And uh, Google Translate that for me. Uh, it, the, well, the, <laughs> the, the festival of the street of San Sebastián. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I need to know. It's a celebration in Puerto Rico. Uh, these giant heads. There's a huge history on it. Um, it. It goes back to like Catholic days. It used to be the Three Kings. It used to be a parade that started at a church. Got it. It's it's morphed now. Now the heads are more uh, figures of Puerto. At least in, in Bad Bunny's performance, were figures bad in Puerto Rican history. Uh, so they all represented something on the island. Uh, I know most people probably just said, who are these giant heads? But <laughs> they were definitely representative of things on the island. I mean, Taylor Swift was enjoying it. Taylor Swift had a blast with she Bad did. Bunny. She, there's some, she, mm. They got a whole playlist on Spotify now. They have a whole playlist on Spotify. <laughs> I am cringing at the day that I see an announcement of Bad Bunny featuring Taylor Swift. Oh, my God. I need to get myself together. I can't do that. I can't. I can't listen to that. I cannot support that. I'm sorry. I cannot. <laughs> it's I fine. Cannot. We can move on. I'm sorry I brought her up. Anyways, but it was a great performance. Beautiful performance. Um, I love the part where he was, he, from the song, he's like, everyone wants to be Latino, but you need some sazón, some battery, and some reggaeton. Um, so everybody who's trying to be Latino, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> But we love y'all. Listen to his music. <laughs> but it was a great performance. I loved it. I didn't expect him to open the Grammys. If not, maybe I would have wa- watched them. True. MTV Music Awards broke me because he was at the very end. Um, so Bad Money didn't really cause a lot of stir in the world. Uh, besides somebody on YouTube we randomly saw. Yeah. What did he say? About Bad Bunny? Yeah, his performance showed. Um, he was like, look at this. It's um, representation of immigrants coming into this country. Something along those lines. I don't know. Yeah. He was a miserable. And he talked about Mexicans. And I was just like, well, first of all, Puerto Rican. But second of all, we're inclusive. So. All you had to do was do your Googles. Anyways. Anyways. But there was a performance that did stir um, our religious conservatives and extreme population and extreme christians yeah extremist christians extreme Christian, right extremists. extreme left extreme whatever you want to call them whatever so sam smith performed um what is the name of the song unholy unholy where his background dancers looked like the girl from the, the ring they were wearing red <laughs> and they had black hair covering their, face. their faces sam smith was in a latex bodysuit 
with um, some pumps on, not like high heels, but like platform shoes. That's what mm-hmm. I was trying to say. <laughs> and he did his performance. They were dancing around him, blah, 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 blah. And then the girl that is featured on the song, oh my God, what is her name? P, it starts with a P, forgive me y'all. Um, but she is, she won an award earlier in the night. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, well, they won, well, they won, they won it for the song. For the song. But she accepted because she is the first transgender woman to win this award, which she got a standing ovation for. She did. I was very happy for that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, as the performance went on, he was kind of in the center of the room. She was on the stage in a cage with some drag queens around her as she performed her part of the song. And this has just pissed off Kim Petras. I knew there was a P in there somewhere. Um, This has pissed off conservatives. um, Marjorie Taylor Greene. God, that's my name. (laughs) Anyway, she was like, they up there performing satanic rituals. This is what this is what I mean, you know, about the gays, like they worshiping Satan right in your face. Don't let your children watch this. Girl, we just out here performing. Do we forget that people are artists, right? We call them artists because what they do is artistry. artistry. So when you're giving a performance, you're giving people theatrics, you're giving them a vision you're giving them imagination you're giving them all these things and the song has to do with adultery so Mm -hmm. like it's a sin he's playing the devil like get into it like i went to when i saw it i was like i was expecting more and i was like that was it right i don't know why i was on that but the littlest thing makes them angry it was a hat with like little horns on it well i've seen worse at gasparilla I mean, in this one performance, though, it covers their all their bases of the things that they hate yes. and want to get rid of. Trans. Trans, gay. Um, drag queens. Drag queens. The war on religion or on Christians. Mm-hmm. So it, just, it, like, the, the, it checked all the boxes for them. Yeah. So, yes, so of course they were going to hate on it. I thought it was fine. I actually was underwhelmed <laughs> by the performance. I was like, yeah, it was okay. I, I can't say that I'm the biggest Sam Smith. Same. Mm-hmm. Wait, what, did I call him right now? Sam Smith. <laughs> Sam <yes>. Smith. <laughs> I wasn't sure for a minute there. Okay. I'm not the biggest Sam Smith fan. Like, I like a couple of his songs. I think I did listen to his last album just to see what it was like. And it wasn't for me. But I give the man his props. I give him his props. He's out there representing the community and... I'll support him. I mean, it's not something that I listen to all the time, but I uh, definitely support him. And seeing the, the performance, I expected more. And I was like, oh, this is what we get wild about nowadays. Yeah. But we like, can show our titties at Mardi Gras and Gasparilla. <laughs> That's fine, right? I don't know. Conservatives are weird. It's whatever. It was fine. If you love Sam Smith's. <laughs> Sam Smith. You fucking up his name too. Too many S's. (laughs) If you love Sam Smith, I'm sure you enjoyed that performance. And claps for the feature and him um, letting her take the shot. They. They. He goes by they. Okay. I want to make sure we get his pronouns right. I remember reading that. I apologize. (laughs) Uh, I appreciate Sam Smith allowing 
um, Kim to take the lead in accepting that award. Oh, yeah. I thought that was very um, kind-hearted of him and humble. Those are not the words that are in my head trying to describe that. It's okay. We know what you mean. There. He did it for the culture. Uh, um, another performance we enjoyed is about damn time. Lizzo. <laughs> That's not the song she sang. It no. was not the song. That's what I was <laughs> but she was nominated for that song, wasn't she? Yes, we would okay. get to that. <laughs> Anyways, um, we saw Lizzo, and I've talked about on the MTV Music Awards, or Video Awards, one of them, whatever. VMAs. I don't know what it was. Whatever. <laughs> video. Trash is what it was. Um, we were like, God, Lizzo really didn't get much. Like, It felt like we weren't watching, engaging with her. And she gives you so much energy and so much life when she performs. And the Grammys was no different. Like, she really, she did that. No, Lizzo is a beast. Vocally, people don't give her her props, I don't think. People love that she plays the flute, which is really cute. And she is very good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but her, she vocally, she's a beast. Yeah. Like She took us to church. She did. She performed um, special. Mm-hmm. Which is a great, uplifting, positive message song. And she Um, definitely um, enunciated mm -hmm. specifically words. Yes. uh, Talk to what's going on today in our country. Yeah. I mean, if people say that the Grammys were woke, maybe you were right. Anyway, um, it was her performance was very uplifting. She did give a lot of energy, but Lizzo always gives 120%. Um, she had a choir up there with her, and she literally took us to church. Yeah. She ranged special into somewhat of a gospel-esque song. Yeah. But still kept some of its origins. I thought she did an excellent job. I loved it. I kind of now think, I'm like, damn, we should have maybe gone to her concert. Because if that kind of energy projects on just one song. I've heard nothing but good things about people that go to her show. Like, it's just a good time. Like, And I'm not like... A huge Lizzo fan, and that's not disrespectful. It's just mm-hmm. I've never really listened to her music, but her last album, uh, the one that's out now, obviously she's getting awards for, is the one I listened to and actually was able to connect the most most with. So I really did enjoy that. Yeah, <sighs> my girl Mary, <laughs> Mary, Mary J. Blige, Blige. performing. You know, I've had to defend her previous album. The people. Why? Because people said it was boring. Who said it was boring? Well, I'm not going to name any names here unless okay. they listen to my podcast, our podcast. Well, if they don't listen, then you can name them. Well, I don't know if they do, so I'm not going to. Okay. What I'm saying is most people have not enjoyed that I know Mary's last album, Good Morning Gorgeous. I... Thoroughly enjoyed Good Morning Gorgeous for a number of reasons, because at the time when it came out, I was going through some things. And that album definitely Mm -hmm. was part of a healing process. Yes. And I'm thankful for it. I was right there with Mary. Uh, (laughs) I love Mary. Mary can do no wrong in my eyes. She has a great catalog of music. She has a number of hits. She has a number of recognizable songs that when they get played in the club, people sing along and dance mm-hmm. to. Um, this performance of Good Morning Gorgeous was not my fave. Mm-hmm. She did look stunning, though. <laughs> <laughs> say what you gotta say. 
it it did not help my case when I'm trying to justify this album and how good it was. But <laughs> um, like you, you know, it was a period of our lives where that album came in and it was a lot of the songs hit. Um, and I wish people would listen to the words in those songs. I think they would have a better understanding. Uh, it wasn't her typical vibe right. where you can just put it in a club and everybody just gets up and starts dancing. But the meaning behind some of her songs were spot on. But to her performance at the Grammys, I think the boots were cutting off the circulation and she could not get the proper breathing going on. <laughs> and it just did not sound good. Then CBS, I guess it's the first time they've hosted the Grammys, did not mix the music well. I can hear the choir over her. It was a mess for me. I'm this sorry. This is not the first time they hosted the Grammys because let us not forget the time that they invited Justin Timberlake because he apologized for the Super Bowl incident and told Janet that she could not come unless she apologized. And Janet said, no, thank you. Okay. Well, thank you for that. This is not part sorry. of the 65th Grammys, <laughs> but <laughs> that was also sarcasm because it feels like a lot of these live shows, like y'all can't mix live music. It's 2023. <laughs> So I don't know if part of the bad feelings I got towards Mary's performance was because whoever was in charge of her audio sucked ass. That could have been it. Maybe. Because I felt like the choir was louder than she was. Yeah. Like I could bear, there was a point where we couldn't hear Mary. Mm-mm. But anyways, I still love her. I loved uh, Good Morning Gorgeous. If you need some uplifting, positive music, going through some heartbreak. Uh, trying to throw some trash out, if you know what I mean. <laughs> listen to Good Morning Gorgeous and um, listen to them words. Follow the lyrics along. Right, all I gotta do. Um, what do we have next? The hip hop celebration. Oh, the hip hop celebration. Yeah, you want to take that? Um, it was cool. Like they started with. I forgot who they started with. I remember there was I, like 65 people. I don't even There know. was a lot. They started from, you know, way back in the day. Um, and I forget who went first, but after them went... Oh, LL Cool J opened it. He did? Wasn't it LL and the boy from The Roots? They uh, started at the center. Did they, did they open it? I thought somebody else opened. And then we went to Run DMC. Then we went to LL. I don't know. Like I said, there were 65 There was a lot there. of people, y'all. Not uh, all at the same time. Not at the same time. They just kept coming. They just to the left, to the right. To Some the people center. got like 10 seconds. Some right. people got like 15. I guess it's just depending on what kind of impact or right. you had or how much time they gave people for this segment. My favorite was um, Missy Elliott. Yeah, Missy came out. Let's Queen try to Lat- run through the people we know. Queen, Queen Latifah. <laughs> Queen Latifah, Missy. Um, Reverend. Nelly came out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nelly came out. Um, Even though he didn't really. Busta Rhymes and Split Fire came out. Mm-hmm. Um, the Locks, who waved the Rough Rider flag, and Manny was like, why are they waving that flag? <laughs> I was like, because uh, DMX passed away, probably, and this is <laughs> a tribute to DMX. <laughs> but that's cute. Well, um, we really couldn't see the flag the way he was moving. So <laughs> I couldn't even read what the fuck was on the flag. So. Um, Big Boy from Outcast mm-hmm. came out. Um, we started to get into the newer class of hip hop, and I'm gonna tell y'all, I don't know who these children are. Um, and they I could have kn- cut it out. 
So Little Baby came out. Manny was like, who is that? Uh, That's not because I don't know who Little Baby is. I just don't. You don't drive with the music. I got it. Uh, Glorilla came out. And Little Uzi came out. And we thought they had summoned a demon. Because he got like Dragon Ball Z hair. (laughs) It was spiky and sticking everywhere. He came out. And he didn't even really sing anything. He just started doing. Right, I was just uh, about to ask. Dance. <laughs> and LL Cool J was behind him, and it was very. Oh, it was they they could have cut the last we know, we two didn't. minutes out of that. We didn't need it. Anyway, but my favorite Missy. Missy, who came out? I was so yeah. surprised. She sang. Oh, Salt and Pepper. Forgot Salt and Pepper. Oh yeah, Salt and Pepper. Yeah. But Missy, Queen Latifah, and LL were my favorites. It was nice to see a lot of the. The old school rappers from our day, yes, get a little shine celebrating the 50 years of hip hop. Yes, so that was cute. So that was cute. There were some other performances, we chose to um super zoom past them because we just didn't care. Mm-hmm. Madonna introduced um Sam Smith and mm-hmm. what's her name, Kim Petras. Kim Petras, and I might be saying that last name incorrectly, it's fine. But uh, um, yeah, she looked. She looked new, brand new, brand new, <laughs> like a whole. She got person. a new face ready for the <laughs> no shade. Ready for the uh, her tour. Ready for her tour. She could have been in the Sam Smith show. She could have played one of the demons. She had the face for it and the hair. I'm not gonna say nothing. Let's move on. <laughs> I am not here to shade Madonna. I'm just gonna <laughs> move on. I'm not shading Madonna. Okay, I'm shading Madonna's current look. All right, let's get to the awards that we care about. It's about damn time. Because I don't care about all of them. Um, Record of the year went to Lizzo for... It's about damn time. (laughs) In a minute, I'm going to need Which I felt was... Pump me up. Which I felt was well-deserved. That song was... Has been everywhere. It still is everywhere. Yeah, it's good. I like it. It's high energy, and she deserves it. She's been working hard. She deserves. Um, Claps. Bad Bunny won for Best Musica Urbana Album. Mm-hmm. Best Urban Music Album. Yeah, I was doing the Spanish. <laughs> you did good. For Un Verano Sin Ti, <laughs> well-deserved. I thought his acceptance speech was very... Passion and love. It was very... Him. It was very cute. It was very sweet. It was very what he is passionate mm-hmm. about what he does. He gave you 10 English words. And real. 10 English words. And then he's like, fuck it. You don't understand. Oh, well, the, the, the caption goes speaking non-English. Oh, God. CBS got so much shit for that. But yeah. <sighs> um, Beyonce was in the house. She was stuck in traffic. She was in the house and she... She missed her first award. She did miss her first one. Um, That LA traffic. So Beyonce won overall... See, this is where I'm confused. Why? I don't know. Is it three or four? I have four here, but I thought she won three. No, she won one later. So four. I don't know. Beyonce has become the winner all time. Yeah, she is the most decorated, decorated Grammy artist of all time, of all time that has never won Album of the Year. Which is 
something that we will get to in a minute. Um, so she won for best traditional R&B performance for Plastic Off the Sofa, best R&B song for Cuff It, um, best dance electronic recording for Break My Soul, um, best dance electronic album for Renaissance. Overall, Beyonce cleaned up. She had a good night. It could have been better if she had topped it all off with getting album of the year. I feel like she deserved it. Um, not taking anything away from Harry Style. Who did win album who, of the year. Who did win album of the year. Um, but I feel like everyone in that room knew that it was Renaissance and Beyonce deserves. This, this is where I put it. Because we looked up the description of what makes the win album of the year. Mm. And I wouldn't vote because two of my faves are on there. Beyonce and Bad Bunny. But out of everybody who was nominated, I think those two, either one of those two could have won album of the year because it fit the description to a T. It did. Harry Styles, no T. No shade. Don't vibe. But... His music sounds like something that's already out there. Right. And then he caught a little bit of heat for his speech. Oh, yes. Where he was like, this doesn't happen to to people people like like me. me. And people were like, girl, you are a pop singing white man. That came from a group band. That came from a boy band. What do you mean this don't happen to people like you? Yeah. And, you know, that could have... I'm not trying to defend them. The words that were said, but maybe it was a moment of like, I don't know what the fuck to say up here. <laughs> and that could be the case. I'm not, I'm not taking away anything away from him. But then when I read like some of the voters were interviewed, like why they chose certain. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, if you, the way they pick some of these. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's, it's no different than how coaches vote for football and the coaches poll top 25. It's like, oh, my, I think my team is good, so I'm going to put me number one. Uh, it, it's essentially like, oh, I like this person, so I voted for them. Right. Or I didn't listen to that album, so I didn't vote for them. Yes, there was a 70-year-old man who, I don't know, he's been in the business forever, and he didn't vote. Or Beyonce or Adele. First of all, he said he didn't listen to all the music because he said it was too daunting of a task. Uh, hashtag reform the Grammy voting. Yes. <laughs> really. <laughs> truly. Because that doesn't make any sense. Make sense. And I'm not just saying that because Beyonce didn't win album of the year, but like everybody that is nominated, you should, if you're going to vote for them. Yeah, there's only five or six of them. The nominations get announced months before. Right. It's streaming, what are you doing? On, streaming on Spotify. You didn't even got to go buy the album. Click it on. You're 75 years old, at least one of them. You ain't doing nothing. Sit down. Listen to the music. Like, that's understand. your job as a voter. Like, but it does help explain how the Grammys are always a mess. Yeah. When it comes to awards uh, being issued. Anyway. Um, but congratulations to Beyonce. Congratulations to Beyonce. She, she, she will have that whether people vote for her or not vote for her. She is the most decorated and come see her. Yeah. And congratulations to Bad Bunny. I don't know if he is the first and only Latino male 
awarded or nominated for album of the year in the English version of mm-hmm. the Grammys. I think he might be. When is the Latin Grammys? I don't know. Uh, he'll probably clean up there. Well, he already did. I think. Wait, it already happened. I think the Grammys for Latin were <laughs> last year. Oh. Uh, okay. But I don't know if Un Verano Sinti qualified for that one. So if it does qualify for this year, he'll clean up probably. He'll win album of the year. Rosalia also won. Actually, no. Because the last Latin show we saw, it was Latin category. I think it was the Billboards. Mm. He didn't win categories. He should have won. But we ain't even going to go back down there once. The whole voting is rigged. Whatever. It's all rigged. You got 75-year-olds <laughs> that didn't listen to albums voting for albums. It's crazy. So we hope you enjoyed the Grammys, uh, if you saw them. Or if not, then you got what we cared about, the Grammys. <laughs> Girl, that's what most of y'all care about. And who really sat there for the four hours that it took to watch the whole thing? I don't know. I don't know. Because on Paramount Plus, it was only two hours, and that was with two hours and some change. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, well, that's our take <laughs> on the Grammys. Um, we know there was a ginormous speech held this week as well. We have chosen not to um, elaborate on the State of the Union because the State of the Union speech. Um, just the, the theatrics that happened on the floor were just really kind of embarrassing for the United States of America. And that's how low we've gotten. And then you have a Republican that went on TV afterwards to do the rebuttal to the Democrats. And then she said that we are equated to crazy and they are normal. Um, so I'm not sure in what delusional world Sarah Huckabee Sanders, a.k.a. Colonel Sanders, is living in. <laughs> Uh, but I think we're the normal ones. Yeah, everything that she said that Democrats were doing, you literally replaced Democrat with Republicans. Yeah. She was she was literally laying out everything that they've been doing. She said, naming Democrats for doing that. She said we started culture wars. I'm like, pardon the Democrat Party for wanting representation amongst all genders, all races. Yeah, you guys are the ones actively. Uh, having teachers vacate books because they need to be approved. If it has anything about color, it needs to be removed. You want to remove words from government documents. You want to stop trans people from receiving the care they want. You want to eliminate gay people from having the options to get married and live with their spouse. I can go on for days. So if anybody's living in a crazy world, it's the extremists of this world in our country, because I don't know if it's Democrats, Republicans, independents anymore. Everybody who thinks we need to live one singular life, one color, one race, one gender. I don't understand you. Two I don't genders. understand you. There's oh, only two. Two, two genders. Sorry. <laughs> they got me so fucked up now. <laughs> Anyways, I got a little heated there. But that's it. If you're interested in that speech, go watch it. Google Sarah Huckabee Sanders. I can't waste more time on it because these motherfuckers just they they keep saying, hold my drink every week and we can't keep up. I just <laughs> want to know why MTG was wearing a snowsuit and she had a balloon. The bitch had a balloon walking around the floors of Congress in a fucking balloon. Yeah, we're the ones always doing political theater. But we're the fucking crazy ones. Girl, bye. And then she mad. They made memes of her looking like a banshee. 
And some girl, some snow leopard monkey looking thing. Well, that's what you look like. <laughs> that's what you look like. You look crazy. You look crazy. You sound crazy. I don't know what else you expect. All I have to say is I feel bad for her children. And we're going to. I don't know. Hopefully they with their daddy. Anyway. <laughs> uh, I did see one last note here on the Grammys that I missed. <laughs> we said uh, Encanto one for. Oh, yes. Uh, best song written for visual media by Lin Manuel Miranda, Puerto Rico. Uh, I want it for We Don't Talk About, about Bruno. Bruno. It's funny because that movie got so much, like, it didn't do well and then it blew up. People love Encanto. I feel like I need to watch it again because the first time I was, like, having trouble hearing the. Yeah, I don't know. The mix was of, weird. Yeah. I don't know. People can't mix nowadays, apparently. <laughs> it's because nobody wants to work. Oh, anyway, let's move on. <laughs> All right. So this is where we transition into our corners. Yay. Corner time. Yay. So ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all genders, all people, come on into my corner. I'm starting first today. Okay. Go ahead. Go on. Welcome to Manny's Corner. It should really start like this, Manny and the Anshan, yeah, Manny and Sean. But anyways, I like to let you go first because I like to just hear what you're saying. And then I like to just comment after that. <laughs> <laughs> but this week, I'm excited. I'm going to talk about Bad Bunny again because <laughs> I don't care. Um, <laughs> uh, but in, in um, all seriousness. Uh, Bad Bunny was announced this week that he will be receiving the GLAAD Media Award because of his um, dedication to the LGBTQIA plus community and the breaking barriers that he has done. In addition to Bad Bunny, uh, Christina Aguilera uh, will be there as well. She will be accepting an award and also Jeremy Pope. Yes, Pope. Uh, will also be receiving uh, a GLAAD award. Um, so Bad Bunny's actually going to win the, or be awarded the Vanguard Award, the GLAAD Vanguard Award. Um, and Twitter was ablaze when this came out. Uh, people were like, why didn't Harry Styles get it? And I was just sitting here like, okay, you just got album of the year. Okay, that's where my head went first. <laughs> but no, in all truth, in all honesty, I was telling Sean this. I'm like, I can't tell you what Harry Styles has done for the LGBTQIA community. But I, I know what Bad Bunny has done for the community. And I think the award is very deserving um, that his efforts get acknowledged uh, for the work that he's done. He has advocated for trans rights. He has broken stereotypes that reggaeton needs to be machismo, it needs to be sex, it needs to be male, female. He has broken those barriers. He's included it in his music videos. He's included it in his shows. He went on Jimmy Fallon uh, when there was a uh, trans girl in Puerto Rico that was murdered. And he went on there advocating. He wore a shirt in her honor. Uh, bringing exposure to what happened on the island, because we all know things that happen on the island don't really come out to the States. Um, that young lady that was killed was Alexa Negron. 
Uh, she was a trans woman who was murdered in the city of Toabaja. And um, he wore a shirt, Bad Bunny wore a shirt that said, they killed Alexa, not a man in a skirt. So when people argue that Bad Bunny hasn't done anything for the LGBTQ community besides kiss a man at the VMAs, that's what people were saying. I encourage you to get educated. Google is your friend. And look up what stuff Bad Bunny has done for the community. Uh, he is very well deserving of this. He has broken barriers. I don't know how much more I can say about that because he always wants to create an inclusive environment, not only for his fans, but in the music that he does. And when you look at other reggaeton artists that are out there, no one's taken the leap like Bad Bunny. I would say the second in line would probably be J Balvin that maybe has straddled that line. Bad Bunny doesn't care. Bad Bunny wants everybody to feel good, love each other. And I think he's very deserving of this award. Like in one video in Yo Perreo Sola, he uh, dressed in drag and he did it because he wanted to show support for whoever felt they needed that support. He said, I'm not gay, but I'm human and everyone should feel supported. So I think it's a well-received res- well award for him. Uh, my girl, Christina Aguilera, go ahead, girl, pop off. Um, but for me, it's Matt Bunny because, you know, I really like him. <laughs> um, and then there was a video that he did, Ignorantes, um, where he had, it's about love. And there was um, not only male, female, there was gay couples as well involved. And his, his answer to that was, love is love. So next time you want to come for Bad Bunny, do some Googling. That's why I can't come for Harry Styles, because I don't know if he has done stuff in the community. And if he does, I clap for him. Yeah, let me clap. But for right now, you're going to let my Bad Bunny have his time. Next year, there will be more GLAAD Awards that maybe Harry Styles can be nominated for. I will let you know that. Um, Beyonce has also received this award before. <laughs> so, you know, it's like he's Beyonce now, too. <laughs> <laughs> he is the Beyonce of the live world. Yes. So that is essentially my corner. If you're interested in learning more about the GLAAD Awards, uh, we will put a link in our description. It's a whole show. They award not only to celebrities, but also uh, movies documentaries that are focused on LGBTQIA um, storylines. So, great award show. Oh, the people said Sam Smith should have gotten this award, too. When he got an award last year for his music. Everybody wants everybody to have everything. And I get it. You're fans of these people, so you feel like they deserve. But like, In due time. Beyonce is still waiting for her album of the year. You know what I mean? It's renaissance. In due, whatever. T- in due time, girl. She about to show them who's boss on this tour. Anyway, I mean, Renaissance is an act one, act two, act three. And we still don't know that the tour is technically act two. Okay, let's move on. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, get wild about Beyonce. Hey, y'all. Welcome to my corner. All right. <laughs> Welcome to Sean's Corner. So today, 
For my corner for the month of February, since it is Black History Month, um, I know last week I kind of had a part two to them wanting to erase us, but that's because I felt that that was very important to share. And also Trump pissed me off. So this week I want to talk about a nine-year-old girl named Bobby Wilson from Cadwell, New Jersey. This involves a council member. His name is Gordon Lachey or Lachey. I can't, I don't know how you pronounce it. Forgive me. I don't really care. This uh, white man is 71 years old. So let's keep that in mind (laughs) as we go through this story. (laughs) A nine-year-old versus a 71-year-old. All right. So on October 22nd, um, Gordon Lashaw was at home and things in the mostly white neighborhood seeing Peachy King. Um, looking out at the tree-lined street, he saw something scary. Recognizing it was not an emergency per se, he called the police department dispatch instead. <laughs> this is what he said. <clears throat> There's a little black woman walking, oh, spraying Lord. stuff on the sidewalks and trees on Elizabeth and Florence. Uh, I don't know what the hell she's doing. Scares me, though. (laughs) Outside, Bobby, the nine-year-old, a petite child who wears... Wait, wait, wait. wait. He called the the child a woman? He did. Okay. He said that he says there's a little black woman walking (laughs) and spraying stuff. Got it. Okay. So Bobby, a petite child who wears pink framed glasses, was doing her bit to comply with the state's Stomp It Out campaign, which urges New Jersey residents to help eradicate the spotted lanternfly infestation. She had learned about it at school and made her own version of an insect repellent she'd seen on TikTok. Hmm. Making her way from tree to tree, Bobby would spray the bugs, pluck them from the tree and drop them into a plastic bottle. Um, she was still at it when an officer arrived, curious about what she was doing. Body camera footage shows that Officer Kevin O'Neill approached the child before her mother, Monique Joseph, intervened. The girl said, am I in trouble? The officer and her mom said, no. Her mom asked her, how many trees did you save? O'Neill, the officer, explains that he was responding to a call made by Gordon Lashaw. The information appears to baffle him, baffled the mother, um, who says she has lived across the street from the 71-year-old man for eight years, and they were on friendly terms. I don't know how he did not recognize the daughter. They have lived here for eight years. But anyway, (laughs) a few weeks later, the the mother decided to handle the situation at a Caldwell council meeting, as Mr. Gordon is a council member. She called the episode an instance of racial profiling. Uh, The little girl's sister said in her speech to the council, she was not only doing something amazing for our environment, she was doing something that made her feel like a hero. What Gordon Lashaw did to my sister was extremely offensive, traumatic, and scarring towards my family. I can confidently assure you guys that she will never forget this. Now... Once again, we've seen plenty of times where black folks are just outside minding their own business and somebody comes up to them thinking that they are a threat or wants to know what they're doing here or you don't belong here. This man ain't had no reason to call the police on this nine-year-old girl. But here's the gag. Three months later, she has received the Catwell Environmental Commission Sustainability Award 
for her contributions to improving the, improving the town's environment. Yale School of Public Health held a cer- ceremony honoring her. A university entered the 27 spotted lanternflies, an extremely invasive species that is harmful to trees and other plants, into the Peabody Museum of Natural History database. Um, she was also presented with the title of donor scientist during uh, a January 20th ceremony. So all that to say, don't call the police on people when they are just out here minding their business and trying to live their lives. She has garnered a lot of support from the scientific community. The Yale has given her a bunch of books on different science programs um, like STEM because they want to nurture her curiosity and her involvement in science. And they want to make sure that this is a positive experience for her. So I just wanted to bring some light to this story because I, I had briefly heard about it, but I just wanted to shine a bit more light on it during this Black History Month. Well, that's great. He's doing sustainability. We need more of that, especially yes. when we're trying to cut it out of our educational system. Yes. I mean, it wouldn't take him nothing to just go out and ask her what the hell she was doing. They have lived across the street from you for eight years. Right. You have clearly seen these people. So you know she wasn't doing anything bad. Well, if you had any doubts, you could have just walked outside and asked. Called her little little lady. A little black woman. A little black woman. Welcome to 2023. Well, thanks for sharing that. I'm all about sustainability. You're welcome. I'd like to actually learn more about that project. Did you Google anything else on that? Like, is it like... Is it picked up by anybody or like her experiment? Well, I mean, it was it was a citywide thing project. That, project. So, like, but you said she made a she made her own repellent that she found on TikTok. Okay, no, okay. I have not looked up the TikTok video. Okay. No, I just thought I misunderstood that. I thought she created her own. Like, no, but nevertheless, doing good for the community. Yes. Awesome. So here's something I forgot. Okay. That I wanted to say about Bad Bunny. He said. In an interview with E.T., that it's necessary to talk about issues affecting the LGBTQ community. So he decided that he would start doing it. And I thought that was big. It is big. Not a lot of people say that in the reggaeton world. Claps for him. That's why he's getting a GLAAD award. And claps for that young lady. Out here doing her part to save an environment where... Because it's her future. I mean... While the rest of us are here trying to fuck it up. Well, some people are out here trying to fuck it up. I'm trying to do my part, y'all. But, you know, I'm only going to be on this earth. Oh, I believe he's no longer a council member either. So... Some people would say that's woke. He got oust. I would say... I'm not going to (laughs) say. Well, I would say he profiled is what he did. He did. It was very much racial profiling. And you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Have a nice day, sir. Hope that young lady does continue to study and invest her time in an environmental program. And, I mean, Yale is doing... Not only Yale, but there are other organizations in the city that have reached out to her and given her things and... Again, they just want it to make it a positive experience for her. Even though that's a negative, the story itself 
there's some great positive that came out for her and her parents. I'm sure they're very proud. Yep. Well, is it time to close the pod? Yes. Oh. Now it's time to say goodbye. <laughs> I don't know that song. Do I know that song? Now it's time to say goodbye to all our family. Oh, I see. Okay, right. oh, fuck Mickey Mouse. <laughs> He's racist, too. Okay. <laughs> All right, no, let's, let's get out of here. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoyed our Express Grammys <laughs> uh, review that we did in our baby corners. Any last words? Um, I don't think I have any last words. I'm just... I'm just looking forward to the weekend. I want to rest. I feel you like I have this every week. Do I? Almost, yeah. Okay. Well, oh well, I want to rest. We gotta get you out of that routine. Of resting? No. Of just only looking forward to the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> that is not the wrong I'm looking forward to the weekend. Yeah. Actually, I'm looking forward to going out with you and doing something. Cause we said we were going to. We Even though our plans, but it looks to be like a monsoon wants to come tomorrow. Yes. Right we'll, around the time we want it to go somewhere. It's fine. We will work it out somehow. Well, Sunday's the Super Bowl. Oh, that's, oh, I'm looking forward to Rihanna's performance. <laughs> it's going to be a great game. It's going to be a great game between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, I'm sure it will be. Patrick Mahomes is going to get out there and do his thing. Those two brothers are going to duke it out. And Rihanna's going to perform. Jalen Hurst. Huh? Jalen Hurst. Is that quarterback who? from Philadelphia Eagles? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is he one of the brothers? Is he one of the brothers? Yeah. I'm not sure I know what you mean by that. There's two brothers. One is on the Phillies team, one is on the other team. <laughs> Sir, I cannot confirm or deny that. Okay. But this fine. is Jalen Hurts. I'm showing Sean a picture. Okay. He's I think he's the youngest quarterback. He's 24. Oh yeah, I heard about him. He um, started with Alabama, University of Alabama, ended up at Oklahoma. Um, and look at him already at Super Bowl. Props to him. Um, that still doesn't take away the fact that I'm looking forward to Rihanna performing. That's great. I mean, everybody's looking forward to Rihanna. She hasn't been on stage in seven years. <laughs> she said that so nonchalant on an interview. Jason and Travis Kel- Kelsey or Kelts? It don't matter. I was talking about the quarterbacks. They are not quarterbacks, whoever you're talking about. Yeah, but they will be doing something that that has never been done before in the Super Bowl. They will become the first brothers to ever play against each other in the big game. That's That's what we're talking about. Whatever. Okay, continue. (laughs) What are you looking for? Or what's your last words? My last word is that we booked another Virgin Voyage. Yay. And we're departing March 22nd. And that is what I'm looking forward to. I mean, I'm looking forward to that too, but it's not like it's next week. You don't have to change it. You don't have to change I, it. I wasn't. Someone's getting cranky today. I'm getting cranky. Anyways, that'll do it for <laughs> us this week on the Moss Podcast. Uh, do we have social? Yes. <laughs> you can follow us on Instagram at mess underscore podcast. Or you can follow us on the Bluebird or the Tiki Talk Moss underscore podcast 22. You can email us at mannyandshawn at gmail.com. That's M-A-N-N-Y 
A N D S H A W N. Why are you laughing? Because you're. <laughs> I'm Go making on. faces. Go ahead. Um, YouTube. Do you got a YouTube? Yeah, we got a YouTube. It's youtube.com backslash I at Moss Podcast. Yeah, go follow our YouTube. We're going to give you that version video someday. I promise. (laughs) (laughs) And don't forget to follow our podcast on your favorite platform to receive alerts, alerts when our new episodes are out. You can find us by typing in Manny and Sean. And don't forget to write and write a review. Well, write and write a review. You know what I mean? Which helps our pie grow. Yeah, we finally have enough on Spotify that it shows everybody our rating. Yay! Thanks to everyone that rated and everyone that wrote a review on both Spotify and Apple Podcasts because we see them both. We love it. We love to see it. Yes. And as we say here on The Moth Podcast. Do something good for yourself. Then do something good for someone else. What are you doing for somebody else? Um, oh, you cleaned the house today. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, I appreciate that a lot. I appreciate the things. You're welcome. <laughs> See, simple as that. There's an example for you. Well, I knew he wasn't feeling in the best of moods today. So when he went to go get a haircut, I cleaned the house. So he wouldn't have to come home and struggle. Thank you. Well, I still had the mop, though. But anyways. I mean, you can't. Never mind. I like the mop, y'all. I really do like the mop. (laughs) Come on, show the people what we really like. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for joining us again. We hope you'll come back again on our next episode because you'll never know what the hell we're going to talk about. I mean, that's true. Sometimes we'll know what the hell we're going to talk about. Anyway, it's been great. (laughs) Thanks for listening to this episode, guys. Hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, evening, gorgeous night. And apparently Mary J. Blige is going to take us out. Good morning. All I got is rent money to do. Fucking with you. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye.